Hey guys. Hello friends. We are back. Season 2, episode 2. I'm Emma. I'm Bree. And we are having a little bit of a celebratory episode. We can't reveal all details, but Bree is making moves. Bree's making moves. Woo woo! Like Jagger. And um, <laughs> we're happy about it. So we were drinking champagne. Uh-huh. Champagne. Also, to our weather report that we usually do, it's really fucking cold. It is cold. That's why we, we didn't try and um, wait for some crickets. It's too cold. Our crickets are gone. The crickets are, yeah. They I feel like they're gone for the year. Probably. We, we don't know. We're going to have to figure out. Listen, you're the sound tech person who went to school to be a sound techer. No, you were in high school to be a sound techer. No. <laughs> I, I fucked this up. <clears throat> I was in college. I didn't know what I wanted yeah. to do. Okay. So I went to school for radio yeah, production. you're right. Okay. So, you need to find some crickets. I'll figure it out. And bring them in. I'll figure it out. I got this covered. <sighs> so, we, um, Disney Plus came out. Yeah, it did. And me and Remy balls to the wall on some Disney Plus day. We, like, hit up some Little Mermaid, some Cinderella. We hit up some Sleeping Beauty, Finding Dory. And then Brie came over and helped contribute to my watch list which i swear has like 40 movies in it already because it's so exciting and then sam came home and i remember that he loved the movie brink if you're if you're out there you know what brink is eric von ditten (laughs) he's in a lot of lifetime movies nobody told him to wash his hair no it's really greasy and he's got guy lights and it's really Mm -hmm. long and uh he's really good at inline skating he saves the day but Sam and I were super into it. Yeah. Hey, I was into <laughs> you it. You were into it. It took me till the end, though, because I was like, oh, come on. Man, yeah, I didn't watch much. Today. Actually, that's a lie. When I got home, I watched Smart Guy. A couple episodes. No, of Smart, Smart House. No, I watched that, too. Oh, I watched oh, some oh. episodes of Smart Guy. What is Smart Guy? It was the one with Taj Mahari. Mm. T. and Tamara's little brother, and he was, like, a yeah, genius, yeah. and he was in high school, and he was yeah. 10. I yeah. loved that show. And um, I saved Lizzie McGuire. And then while over here, I found out Blank Check is on there. Which mm-hmm. was really and Phil of the Future. Phil of the Future. Even Stevens is on there, too. Yes. I looked that up when we were watching. Um, Xenon's on Xenon. there. Man, they did good. I think I, we didn't we didn't get to that level, but I think, like, Hannah Montana and Hannah stuff is Montana on there, too. Hannah Montana's on there, yeah. I found, really like, um, uh, like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Flubber. I love Flubber. I remember we watched it, my mom... It never came out clear, but we would make, like, green putty. Before slime was cool. Yeah, I know, you know exactly what you're talking we about. We would make, um, flubber. And, ugh, it was definitely a very nostalgic day. And I'm excited to do, like, cartoon-wise, it's e- easier to keep Remy's attention. So we had a good time, like, going down, like, my old, like, favorite, like, you know, princess movies or animated But they also had, like, some good Pixar ones on there, too. So, like, yeah, I need to watch Inside Out. Yeah, oh my god, get your emotions ready. Uh, like, I'm gonna cry anyway, but I need to watch that It's one. so cute because I think I was telling you last week, the sadness in the movie is Phyllis from The Office. Yeah, you just told me that. So the voice is really good because you have to think about, like, in The Office when, you know, Phyllis is kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, that's how she is the whole movie, but it's paired with Amy Poehler Love as the main character, as, like, the main emotion. It's so good. So Definitely watch it. So I'm guessing Coco is not on Netflix anymore because it was on no, there the other day and it, I was really it, surprised. Actually, it still is. Um, I saw some like I was searching some movies. Like I searched, Carrie was telling me that she wanted to like binge watch all of the Pirates of the Caribbean. 
So I looked it up because the guy who plays the young Jack Sparrow in the very newest movie I went to high school with. Yeah. So I was looking it up because I haven't seen it, so I was going to try and watch it. And um, it actually gave me a play date. It says, like, due to contract-binding situations as of now, this title will not be available until, like, December of 2020. So I'm assuming it's maybe still linked to Netflix because they had some Pirates of the Caribbean on there. Uh, or it's okay. still ne- Or it's still, like, bound to, like, something else. Yeah. Maybe NBC. I don't know. Like, that was a cute movie. But, um... Yeah, anyway, like, I, I thought it was cool that if you search something, they were like, oh, yeah, like, that's a Disney movie, but you can't watch it yet. Oh, I also watched Fair Miracle enough. today. If you're a hockey fan, Miracle. Ugh, such a good movie. I tried to take a nap watching it. It's about how the U.S. Olympic team wins, excuse me, um, in the 1980s against Soviet Russia as, like, an underdog, and then they end up winning gold medal in the whole thing. Hmm. But, uh... I, like, literally tried to take a nap while watching it, and I was, like, so into it. I couldn't do it. But, no, I'm, exci- I'm excited for, like, the rest of the week. Yeah. I feel like I'm just gonna, like, go to town. I need more days off. Because there, I think, well, I didn't realize there were only so few seasons of these shows, too. Like, Lizzie McGuire only has, like, two seasons. Right. Even but you have to think. only has, like, three. They just showed it so much. Like, we didn't care. I guess you're right. I've probably seen the like, same Like, it didn't matter. Over and over again. Same with, like, I don't even know. Like, even the Disney Channel movies, I probably saw them a yeah. hundred times. I it's so funny because I don't remember a ton of them. I remember I know, a lot of them. I do, I, I do too, but... It, and I remember, like, sitting and waiting for 8 o'clock to come around when, like, they would do, like, the jumping thing where they were, like, yeah. Disney Channel movies with, like, the wand. Hi, my name's Brianna, yeah. and you're watching Disney Channel. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Did I practice that in my room growing up? Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, they also a, have, um, people are all worried about these, what are they called? Visco girls, Visco. Is that what they call? Is that how you say it? Or do they say? I thought it was VSCO. Yeah, is it VSCO or is it? No, I think it is Visco. The TikTok. I remember that TikTok I shared. I guess I know nothing about it. Nobody wants to be out here being a two thousands girl, or do they? Is that two thousands? No, scrunchy wasn't two thousands. Is that nineties? Nineties. Yeah, Lisa Frank pins were nineties. Yeah. Oh, I ha- I did have all those. A lot of those. And like the black notepads so you could write uh-huh. with your gel pen. Mm. Mm-hmm. But nobody's out here trying to be a two thousands girl because that meant you had to cake your makeup on. You couldn't look like you do now. I don't even get the how they go together. Oh those really, really, really thin eyebrows. Like, stop plucking your eyebrows. I remember my mom when I started stop. wanting to pluck mine or get them waxed, my mom was like, someday I grew up in Brooke Shields was what we always strove to be because she had thick eyebrows yeah. and she said emma you have really nice eyebrows and someday they're gonna come back mm-hmm. don't fuck it up maybe that was like later 2000s when the thick eyebrows came back because that is a thing because i love my eyebrows but i remember eyebrows. i specifically remember my mom my mom saying we gotta be careful when we're gonna be taking care of these eyebrows because you don't want to lose them <laughs> yeah i had a friend that would like pluck hers every day i'm like girl what are you plucking at mm-hmm. stop it stop but what? what about um she scared the crap sorry i i was really excited because i just i remembered gaucho pants ah uh, i used i used to wear gaucho pants dressed up and dressed down same i would I, wear them with tennis I would wear shoes them now. oh i, I would, would wear too them now with some booties but i remember being in like eighth grade and if i wanted to wear a t-shirt and tennis shoes with them that was still acceptable yeah and then also, if not, you wore like the. Do you remember the glitter slip-on flats? They look like slippers almost, and the top of them 
you could buy them at Claire's. They almost looked like netting, right, like over the top yeah, of your foot. And, it's definitely and they didn't about. have a back, yeah. but they had like sequins on the I top. We used to wear those like because I played like volleyball, and we would have to dress up in junior high, and I would wear those slip-on, flat glitter shoes, gaucho pants, and like a polo. I think that was the uniform. That was it, right there. Yeah, and a Aeropostale, um, or a either Aeropostale or American Eagle or a Hollister like satchel side bag that you would put your books in instead of a book bag. I got down with American Eagle and Aeropostale because they're polos. I would double them up sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like who did I think I was? I don't know. Because Aeropostale is the one that had the butterfly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then I was too big for. Um, I think a lot of people were, and they were just acting like they were. Like, yeah. That is not a thing. I remember judging people on what their pockets looked like on their jeans. If you had, like, the little swoop for American Eagle. Yeah. Or if you had, like, the double wing for Hollister. Yeah. Yep. I loved my American Eagle jeans because I loved the backs of them. Yep. I didn't get down with Hollister because it was so damn dark in there. Yeah. So I never really went in there. The only time I would ever go into Hollister is if I was buying my boyfriend a Christmas present because I always bought their cologne for my boyfriend's the two that I bought for. <laughs> Can't relate. <laughs> and Alistair was so damn dark. Like, the rape out. And everything, no, you. everything was always so close, and it was so strong smelling. It was, like, an unenjoyable shopping experience. Whereas, like, if you went to American Eagle, it was, it like, was extra well bright. And they had good... T- I worked in an American Eagle. You did? Uh, yeah, the one when it opened up in Tanger. Really? And that's when Drake, Find Your Love came out. Oh and God. I swear I heard that song five times six times a shift i was so annoyed I, was like, I hate this song i worked retail i worked um bath and body works for three years you spend a lot of money there because i sure did it so i definitely i definitely spent a lot of money but we also they do because it it's lotion so it was all like samples so they called them like they had the sticker on that says gratis yeah yeah so we would put them out, and depending on how a product was, if we were changing, you could take the gratis home if you wanted to. What the fuck? I don't give a fuck. So I'm going to take it home. And then we would also get, like, a new sample would come out, and we would get come to work, and you would get the option to either take home of a new product of either a body lotion or a body wash a lot. Mm. And then when I worked three times. I worked um, Black Friday. We got first dibs. So we would we could come in. They We would... So, like, whenever we opened, it was, like, 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving, which is bullshit anyway. But Yeah, um, for sure. We would come in at, like, 5 to set up, and we would make sure that the night before, or, like, you know, the, sh- the day before on Wednesday, everything was ready to go. So, the, when that shift came in, you got to keep a bag in the back. And we allowed, they allowed you to keep the bag as an employee in the back for a week, because from the Christmas sale... We would get, like, so much stuff in. Same with, like, semi-annuals sales that they do. We would keep bags in the back per employees with stapled name tags because we would just get random boxes of, like, discontinued shit. So you really think you're, like, getting off good, right? You're like, yeah, I can't wait to buy this for $3 because they would still honor it. Like, if it was in there, we got the lowest price. But then after the end of the week, you have, like, $200 in fucking shit. I remember when I moved the first time after I worked there, I had two full-size laundry baskets full of product at my house. So I would just spend my paycheck. That's what I would do at yeah. American Eagle. Like, I'd get my check. Stupid. And then when new things came out on new arrivals, you got 50% off on new arrivals. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get the newest stuff and for half the price. I'd get my check and I'd just be like, mm, mm, let's yeah. just go ahead and hand it right back to you. Right. Not, and I had to quit because I wasn't making any money. <laughs> I'll never forget, I had this manager that... Whoop, 
was I, I she did not know what she was doing now I look back and I do kind of feel bad because I was harsh but my parents always taught me to question your authority that was you have to do it Ugh. my parents always taught me to question authority and this girl did not know what she was doing we used to have these shifts that were called oh, you're so lucky I got it I saved it it was um she almost fizzed over her glass but they were called call-in shifts, and what do you think that that would be like? You were scheduled, like, let's say, like, three to six. That would be, like, you call in. To see if you're needed. Yeah. Yeah. But I would have to call in two hours before my shift, and they would tell me yes or no. That's stupid. They should have so, just put you on the shift. That's what I'm saying. So I would have those shifts all the time. And I was like, I'm not living my life on, like, a maybe I can do no. something because of the volume of the store. That's not bullshit. Not for retail, at least. I understand no. my nurses have, like, on-call shifts. I get that. Yeah, but, but not like, retail. No. Shit, that's like a restaurant. Like, you have a volume shift already scheduled, yeah. and they actually come into work. I would rather go in at, like, noon, and if I was going to be an on-call shift, I would just have that long shift for the day, and then maybe I would get off at 3, but maybe I would get off at 6. But at least right. I was already there. That's why... People, not people, but some, or there are a few people that get angry with me because I always get mad about poor management Ugh. and I always question poor management and it's not like, oh, I, me too. I don't want to be the manager. That's not my MO. No, I'm not like, my thing is if you're going to be my manager, you better be fucking competent because when you're not, that messes my job up because if I need help with, especially waiting tables, like if I'm waiting tables and you're my manager and I'm like, whatever, I'll, I'll let my manager deal with it. And then my manager doesn't know how to spell deal with it. Then, yeah. You know, that sucks for me. Yeah. So stop. Ah, I hate when jobs put incompetent people in This power is why roles. I actually kind of feel bad about when I quit my... It was here, actually, in South Carolina when I first moved here. Um, I quit from Northwoods Mall. This girl had no fucking clue what she was doing. I, You know me. I couldn't just quit, right? I had to tell her she was wrong. And I fucking wrote a letter. <laughs> I love a good letter. And I told her, I said, you know, I'm quitting for these reasons and these are the reasons. In my brain, I'm trying to tell you what to do, right? I emailed it to my mom, my dad, because my dad is that type of person in right. my life. And he was like, very well put letter. Um, do you feel better after writing it? He didn't know I actually gave it to her. Oh, yeah. A lot of people use that as, like, a, like a no. technique just, like, get your words out. Oh, no. I, I totally too. gave I'll it to the letters her. And I'll send and she, I text. heard she, like, cried and all this. And I was like, you know what? I hope you're a better manager today. And I was an insignificant part of your career. Yeah. But I hope that you learned from somebody that you sucked at this point in your life. Right. And I hope that she's better. I hope she is, like, in corporate and lives the best life. Apparently, I made a manager cry one night waiting tables because... I thought she was incompetent. And so afterwards I sat outside and I had some drinks and I said out loud, I think she's incompetent. And she apparently she's in the office crying. And I'm like, all day she was such a bitch to me, but now she wants to be in the office crying. Right. No, thank you. Get out of here. Suck <sighs> your job. People, favoritism in the workplace, work politics are a bitch. I know. And it's everywhere. It, it, I everywhere. mean, it's no unavoidable. Yeah. Like there's always going to be work politics and it's always going to be someone who should who's in charge that shouldn't be yeah there's always that it's like why do people do this but that's why, like that my favorite thing that i see when people share it because you can tell they're going through a hard time and i will always like it is that post where it's like people don't leave a shitty job yep. they leave a job because of shitty management yep. and i will always like it because you know that person is going through yeah. something at their job I've, and i am here for you i've only quit or walked out of jobs because management has pissed me yep. off and to the point where 
I'm vocal. If I'm upset, I'll tell you. Right. I'll tell you the incidents when I'm mad. Like, hey, this tonight, this shift, it wasn't good. This is why. I'm telling you why. I'm letting you be aware. And I, I write it down, you know? I've got, I'm building up a file with you. And then when yeah. I quit, you act surprised. I just told you. Right. <laughs> months and months of incidences that I was unhappy. And you, you still, like, you were waiting for me to walk out. You were waiting for me to get angry. Right. <laughs> I definitely believe in a paper trail. Yeah, for sure. My, my grandma is the best at that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I need grandma on my side. Patricia. She she don't mess around. She will get the law involved with anything. Like, if she gets that mad, she's like, no. No, this isn't right. We got to make this right. No, but I, I feel like that's... I mean, that means you're willing to do something about yeah. something. Do it, then. And that's when you end up... And if up- that's a threat, then you better fix it before I get the law involved. Like, if, there, if that's an issue, yeah. get your shit right. I've gotten better business bureau involved in one situation and no one thought I was going to do it and I was like you guys should have been doing this a long time ago why didn't anyone why did it have to be me right but whatever it was me I'll take that but I don't mess around I go to a job so I can pay my bills and my job is my time away from home right I'm not coming there to be stressed out and have problems I'm there to make money and that doesn't mean you're there to make friends even if you do along the way that's different but like you're not not there specifically I agree you're like that's why you're a type three because you are so driven I said to Brie I had this thing on Instagram that I follow and it was like different Enneagram numbers I'm going to drop it on our Instagram because we've talked about it enough. I need to put the test in, the, like, a link or something. Yeah. Type threes are very driven, which is what Brie is. They're also very dramatic, which so is Brie. I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw and it was like, I'm 100%, or I took a DNA test and turns out I'm 100% driven. And I, I saw it and I immediately sent it to her and she was like, oh my God, that's so me. That's me. Mine was like 100% like outspoken or something. And I was like, well, that's me. <laughs> I, I don't need to send that to anybody. They already know. <laughs> <laughs> I had, like, someone judge me because I was like, I'm always looking for the next best thing when it comes to career-wise. And someone was like, really? You can't just be content? I'm like, no, it's when you content, you get lazy. Yeah. And then, like, you never move up from that. I'm always searching for the next, what? That's why we're drinking champagne. Yeah. It's it's not the fanciest of champagne, but I'll be there. No, fuck it. Give me a month. I'll get the fanciest of Yeah. <laughs> Give me a month. I'll get the fanciest. The fanciest. <laughs> no, it's just, like... It just, like, I guess if you, like, put the energy that just, it's, like, the golden rule that involves in all aspects of life. Right. Like, you know, do, like, instead of, not only, like, treat people the way you want to be treated, but work the way you want to be worked with. Exactly. I said like, egg as if it's E-G-G. Yeah, yeah. You know what <laughs> what not exactly. It would be more, like, exactly instead of exactly. Exactly. <laughs> We aren't snakes. <laughs> oh my god! So one time I'm at a party at CSU, and all of us are underage, clearly, and the cops start banging, and so we all start running to go hide, and everyone's going shh, shh. Oh my god! Shh. And my friend Blake stands up, and he's like, "Listen, guys, the cops are gonna hear all the snakes in here." Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's my favorite quote. Oh, oh man. But no, but that's. I feel like that's important. Like, do your life like how you want your life reciprocated, yeah. and that's why. I'm not a brown noser. Can't be. Never Mm-mm. can be. The way I look at it is, if I just do my best, and I try my hardest to put out, like, grade A work, it will be noticed. Right. I don't have to worry about it. Mm-mm. And when people aren't like that, I'm like, yo, what are you striving for right now? Yeah. Like, who hurt you? Like, what? Why are like, you even, so aggressive? Like, my thing, okay, like, even, this is, like, a real-life conversation, I guess. So, like, when I was serving, 
I wasn't specifically serving to make myself a living. Like, Sam makes more money than I did. So mine was, like, the fuck around money. That was, like, our deal. But I wanted to fuck around a lot. (laughs) So I worked to go off to dinner. You know what I mean? Like, No, I get that. But, like, you never know what somebody's working for. So, like, just work your hardest no matter what you're working for. Like, why is it that big of a deal? It's not. Because, like, there are some people who are like, well, I live with my parents. I'm just working because I live with my parents. I'm like, cool. Act like it. <laughs> like, <laughs> run some food. <laughs> when you hear that bell, you better be the first one over there because you ain't doing shit else. I hate that. <laughs> oh, I hate that. Same with, like, when I worked retail. I mean, like, you know, food. if you're a food and bever out there, you know what that means. Like, run food. Like, just because mm-hmm. it's not your table, some other table Pins. needs food. Yeah. Pins. Don't run that. You guys hear that wind? Woo. That's a good one. That's, gonna, some, that's some gusty wind out there. We're gonna blow over. But like <laughs> even even in retail, it was like we would have like certain retail places. Like when I worked at Bath and Body Works, we had there was like four registers, but we would maybe have like two open, and we would have three people on like the cash registers. So you would have like your login ready to go. Yeah. So that you can only track, like, the three people that could actually access the money if something went wrong. Like, it was accessible to understand, like, who fucked with the money, right? So, there would be people who, like, just because they were on register, but they might, like, act like they're helping somebody. It's just because they didn't want to deal with, like, the cash out or something. Like, super super simple. But, like, if everybody just put it together and, like, just because somebody was ready at the register... You don't want to be the customer who's, like, waiting, like, okay, yeah, I'm ready. And they're, like, and then you wait, like, ten minutes and somebody comes up and you're, like, oh, are you ready? Just because somebody didn't want to go to the register. It's the same thing when it comes to, like, being a hostess at a restaurant. Like, you don't want to wait at the door. I just hate. I never was a hostess. I I never was either. But I definitely worked in restaurants enough to where if the hostess was busy and there was somebody that came in, I'll step up and help you. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't let them stand there and Because, you know, the other end of it. I just don't. I I don't know. That's why I, I say all the time, if I were to go back to serving, there's a 98% chance I'd be with a bunch of younger kids. Yeah. And I would run circles around them. I, I would know. And be it would be like, and it would, what are you guys doing? I'd it, would be, it would be just frustrating. Because then you would either be overwhelmed on, on accidentally on purpose. Yeah. There's a, is there a monster truck on its way here? There's a rally actually happening in the cul-de-sac at 10. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't know? I saw the signs that I pulled up. <laughs> But, but it's like, I don't know, it's just like, I wish people were like, they were driven at work. I'm not even a type three, but I was definitely, I don't even have a high type three score. But you know what really sucks? But, when like, I lose that drive because of crappy things yeah, going on and I'm like. That's why you quit jobs. I'm just here. I'm that's just why here. you end up realizing shitty shit around you. Everyone around me, like my guests or clients or whoever they may be, they're going to love me. They're going to enjoy me. I'm going to do my best. Apparently we also have a flyover. Oh, speaking of airplanes, so the other night, Bree and I hung out, like, non-podcast related, and it was, like, a really nice night, and so we sat out here, <laughs> and we realized that apparently on, what was it, Thursday? Thursdays. They fly closer to my home, <laughs> when on Tuesdays, they usually take off and land a little further away. The runways are lit on Thursdays. Yeah, I I'm guess. Tell you that I right swear. Now. If you want to so take a flight planes. to Charleston, hit up a Thursday, because you'll land quicker than a Tuesday. You know, Tuesday is the best time to buy a flight. Yes, I did. I did read that. That's why I found some of our cheapest tickets mm-hmm. so on like a Tuesday morning at eleven a.m. is like the best time to find like the cheapest tickets. Mm-hmm. 
But that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to fly. Like, you can still... That's when you buy the cheapest tickets. They don't have to be, like, for a Tuesday, right? No. no, you, no, just, no yeah, you just sure. score the that's cheapest prices buy, yeah. on a Tuesday. Because that's when they start... I guess on Tuesdays, that's when they, like, open up their list oh, of flights. Okay. And, like, they change... Because, I don't know. I don't know much about flying. I actually hate it, but I do it anyway. Um... Well, it's just quicker. Yeah. It sucks, but it's quicker. I can't be in a car for a long time I'm a Midwestern. anymore. I don't know. I, I've seen memes on Facebook where they talk about, like, I saw one where it was like, oh, it's a 15-hour drive. <clears throat> I got it. That's or, my grandma. That's me. I fucking love to drive, but I only equally love it because I'm a fast and easy driver. Like, I, I'm a, I'm a, an aggressive driver. Like, I've only, yeah. I've never been in an accident except for that. A dump truck did run into me one time. That was so scary. They, like, sideswiped me, and it was terrifying. God, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. With my mom, my dad, and my baby in the car. Like, zero, not my fault. They merged into a lane with me in it and, like, didn't see my vehicle. But I've never, ca- I'm knocking on concrete. I've never caused or been the cause of an accident in... I love to drive, but because that equally means I can take whatever the fuck I want, and I enjoy that. And yeah. I like having my car. I don't have to run a car. I, don't I guess have to you're rely right. You're so right. My grandma's always like, "Oh, we're gonna go see so and so in Buffalo, New York. Get ready. We're gonna hop in the car this time. I'm like, we're tra- we're taking a car all the way to Buffalo. Yeah, see, I like Come that. Come on, man. I don't want to do that. I will admit, I'm not. A, I'm not the best passenger but i will definitely split the drive with you because i want at least some time behind the wheel i see i won't drive i know you don't like to drive nope i like i do so sam and i usually because we used to drive to ohio and then if we didn't drive to ohio we were driving to texas those are both equally they're very far away it was either like 12 hours or like 20 no. But if we did 20, we would split it over a day. Yeah, like yeah. we Or over two days. <clears throat> like, we would stop and stay in, like, Mississippi or Alabama or something. But yeah. um, I like that. I don't know. I just like having my own shit. Yeah. I get, you get to stop and you no, get to go off I, to eat. I get and, it, yeah. But uh, when my friend and I, when we go to Disney, um, she already knows I'm not driving. Mm-hmm. But I'll stay up with her the whole time. So she's not just, like, by herself. But, like, yeah. I just, I won't do it. I'll stay up the entire time. I think I like also if you do it with a partner like you have the companionship so even if it's like a podcast or music or you guys are just talking it's different than when you travel on an airplane because even if you're traveling together a lot of times it's still separate traveling like you're kind of doing your own thing because you're just like getting yourself through the flight and your partner is getting themselves through the flight and that's why I like the companionship of driving but I also where I grew up in Ohio we were like six hours from our cabin and we would go there for the weekend. So, like, yeah. we would, I would get out of school on a Friday. I'd come home. We'd load up. And we would go to my cabin. And we would come home Sunday night. Like, as just, like, a normal yeah. trip. Whereas in real life, when you want to go six hours now as, like, a parent and trying to do something, that's, like, a hard thing. But I just grew up always doing that. And I used to grow up driving anywhere. We would, I'm, everywhere. I, mean, I probably hate driving because I've been in a lot of accidents. True. Most of them have been my fault. But except for the one... Well, like I was just talking about earlier, a couple months ago, I got rear-ended twice in one week. The first Day! No, one week. I thought it, it was, was one day. No, no, no. Because the first time it happened, I was, like, leaving um, Salon Centric. It was, like, the professional beauty store or whatever. And this car rear-ends me, and I, like, put my lights on to say, hey, meet me at this gas station right across the street. And instead, they peel off. And so me being dumb, acting like I've never watched crime series, I start following them, and I shit you not, 
I'm following them and they start chucking McDonald's sweet tea no cups way! at me. I didn't tell you that. No. So many McDonald's sweet tea cups were thrown at me. Well, First of all, I was driving. There are two levels of trash to that person for A, having that many in their car, and right. B, throwing them out their window. Right. And then a couple of days later, on your way here, I'm coming to your house. I'm hungover. I had like one of the worst nights. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to go see Emma, talk to Emma. The worst night ever. I'm driving to Emma's house, and I literally live one song away. Yeah. And I'm at, <laughs> I'm at this stoplight, and this guy just rams into me. And I'm, I'll never, I was just sitting there, and I was like, are you kidding me right now? This is the day. This is the day I get a DUI because I'm hungover <laughs> and I got an accident. And I like sat there for a second. I was like, I'm not even gonna get out. I'm so annoyed right now. First off, this is the second time this happened this week. And the guy gets out and he's like, Are you okay? Is everything okay? And I was like, Yeah, man, it's all good. I don't even care. And he's like, Okay. I drive to Emma's house. I sit down. I start talking to her about my horrible night. And then I go, Oh yeah, I got rear-ended on the way over here. <laughs> my practical ass is like. <laughs> what the fuck what did you do about it she's like well kind of nothing and i was like what do you mean nothing i did nothing and then i was wondering why for days later my head hurt so bad and i was like oh and man. i was so nervous i was like oh my god you need to go to a hospital like what is wrong and she's like no i just think i've been hung over for a long time i'm like bitch you have a fucking concussion <laughs> oh my god well yeah maybe that's why i don't get down with driving i was ugh. And it also took me, like, multiple times to pass my driver's my test. Next, my next sentence was, yeah. also tell the world how long it took you to get your I driver's I want to say five or six times. And my mom was pissed because she would take me out of school every single time. And we'd drive to St. George, which was, like, 35 minutes away. Because that DMV was smaller and the roads weren't as busy. <laughs> and the first time I went to go take it, I pulled. I went to go pull out of the DMV parking lot and I pulled out in front of an 18-wheeler and the lady was like turn back around you failed and I was like okay and then one time I failed to cut in parallel park one time I failed because when I went to back up I was like going over the lines one time I failed because I honestly think the lady was just in a bad mood I'm not gonna blame it on me (laughs) and then my mom was like I'm not taking you out of school anymore you're just gonna have to wait till summer first time I go my stepdad takes me I pass like it was nothing and it was the same lady oh my god the same bitter lady Mm mm-hmm and my stepdad was like, maybe your mom just didn't need to take you. She probably stressed you out. It's like, maybe that's maybe <laughs> I passed my first time 100% in the middle of January in a blizzard. Mm-mm. So I am superior to all of you. <laughs> I believe it. Yep. I hated that, though, because when I lived in Virginia, it would snow like twice a year. And people would be like, I worked in a bar. I was a cocktail waitress. And they would be like, okay, Emma. We were able to pick up a few employees to work the day shift. I can't get a hold of anybody to work tonight or they live too far away. You only live so far. Um, we're going to need you to come in. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, just because I can drive in the snow in Virginia doesn't mean that all these other people do. It means that I want to. Right. Like, well, we'll come get you. I'm like, no, I don't want to be in the car with so-and-so because that doesn't mean I trust them. I'm like feeling around in my jacket pocket. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> it's ready. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're wearing my coat. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like what is this? I thought it was like a toy ring or something, and then I was like, wait, yeah, I forgot you're wearing my coat. That goes in someone's mouth. <laughs> okay, well, let's sanitize that. <laughs> yeah, let's. Um, it's so funny because we search for passies all the time, and like she doesn't even really use them anymore. But she's starting to like chew on them, so we're always like. We need to know at least where one is. Right. Well, <laughs> simple as a coat pocket. There's one. I think we need a shop break. Break shopper. Woo! We are back. 
We are back. For a second, I thought we weren't. Yeah. I need to be better. Um. No, okay, so we started having, like, an off, like, a break conversation, and we were like, yo, this, this is, uh, this is podcast-worthy, yeah. so let's settle our brains. Since we were just talking about 90s girls and all that jazz and 2000s girls, like, Emma and I graduated in the 2000s. Yeah. I mean, it's still the 2000s. But... It was early. No, oh, you're... Wow. You're 2009, right? Yeah. I'm 12. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, you're 2000s, technically. Okay. Right. What am I? Would I be teens? Yeah. Even as a 12? Am I a teen? Yeah. I'm a teen. So I'm a teens. You're 2000s. I'm teens. It's wild. We were talking about our high school experiences, and I said, you know, I want to take Emma on a tour of my version of a Somerville tour, like the things I used to do, and take her into my high school so she can see, because I haven't been in my high school in a long time. But I'd love to go in there and walk around. And, like, I would love that. That would be so fun before I leave. how small I really am into that show. Well, we were kind of, like, we were kind of talking about, like, having weird dreams. And I think that it's probably common. I think it's probably a common thing to, like, have a, like, a school dream. Yeah. Or uh, even if it's not, like, school dream, like a deadline dream. Yeah. Or that's where that conversation started. Yeah. Something like that. And I was telling her that I was having some weird dream and we were... Con- talking about i used to when i was pregnant it was where like my weird dreams peaked in my life so far and i used to just i had no like literal no plot to my dream and i would just be walking in my high school i would remember every turn corner staircase everything and i remember having bowling green high school had a glass hallway and i can only remember I guess if you're walking from lunchroom hallway to science hallway, <clears throat> kind of, Excuse me. there was a door on your right. I can't ever remember there being a door on your left. So if you're a Bowling Green listener, could you go to the left side <laughs> of the glass hallway? I can't remember. I do remember there being every spring there were ducks born. On the opposite end of senior, the senior <laughs> courtyard, I can't remember if you could enter the hallway on the other side. I only laugh because it's like, man, I was telling you, like, I don't think I remember where stuff was in my school. But after hearing about your dream another another time, like, yeah, I don't think I would remember where anything No, was. Like, I only I, remember the door to the senior courtyard. I remember just walking into the front of the school because that was like... You walk into the front of the school, and then there was a... You turn right, and it was, like, the fine arts hallway. Mm-hmm. So you had the music, cl- chorus, and theater, and band all in that one hallway. Mm-hmm. And then you kept walking straight. There was a front office. And then you walked straight, and there was the cafeteria. And our cafeteria was lit. We technically <laughs> had three entrances. Like, in morning, like, if you were parking, we technically had three entrances. You could enter by the gym. You could enter by the cafeteria or you can enter by Mr. E's office so if you're if you're a BG person listening you know what I'm saying but I can't remember if there were two if there was a door to the other side of the glass hallway I remember being able to go to the senior courtyard now I'm intrigued so someone yeah somebody tell me I cannot remember you don't remember you need to go Uh, there and take a tour I can't remember take Emma on a tour of Somerville High School yeah and I'm gonna try to get us 
in to hang out with the Wave TV class in Rival High yeah, School. Yeah, I can't remember. It's so crazy. Like, really small fact in my life. I'm kind of distraught. I can't and remember. And now I need to know. Yeah. Could you see the... You can, I see what you're talking about. You're speaking it, and it's I'm like, so crazy. It head, but I want to know too. Is there a door there? But it's crazy. Like when you talk about like, uh, they I don't were know. Roommates. I, just, I can't remember. And they were roommates. <laughs> no, I can't remember. But um, Brie was telling me that you used to have um, like a TV channel for your school. Yeah. Like, did every class have a TV that you could like that? It was oh yeah. Aired on. Oh yeah. It was. It was. Uh... I was on Wave TV my senior year. Me and my best friend, or my best friend Amanda Lynn and I, we were on Wave TV. And it's something we had talked about since we were freshmen because it looked so fun. And we filmed a intro one day and it was like mimicking the Friends intro, even though I've never seen it. No, I'm a liar. It was the film, it was mimicking the 90210 intro. Ooh, I haven't seen that. Because our teacher was from that and she like really loved it. So we mimicked that as an intro for the seniors. And then, um, one by one, the seniors had, uh, like, three-minute segment where they said where they were going off to school and what they were going to do. Yeah. And mine was like, I'm going to school to be a news broadcaster, and I'll be on the news in the next five years. <laughs> now I'm just like, I'm on YouTube <laughs> from that episode. <laughs> See, like, my high school was super old. I went to the same high school. I had some of the same teachers that my mom had, like... <laughs> The building is standing strong. And that's so funny you say that because I had an English teacher junior year. She oh, she failed me. Oh. And I, I, my wholest of hearts, she failed me. Like, I was not the failure. She failed me. And I told David, who's my boyfriend, who's eight years older than me, and I told him that. And he goes, that's funny. She failed me, too. <laughs> and then he goes, and you know what's even funny? He, she failed my sister. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. I was like, that bitch had it out for us from the very oh, beginning. We just never knew. Maybe she knew, but we never knew. I know I had <laughs> definitely Mr. E, Mr. Enzinger. He was the best. Um, oh, and Mr. Tucker, I had him too. But um, he was also my track coach, and he was also my mom's track coach. It's so funny. But, um, I'll never forget, like, our highlight was if you could, you could do the announcements. I can't remember. I know it wasn't first period that you had the announcements. There's no way. I Maybe it was, and I'm just forgetting. But I feel like it was, like, fourth period we had announcements. Maybe I'm wrong. Again, if you're out there and you know, tell me. But I remember me and Anthony Laddick, we were the assistants, the office assistants that period i don't think it maybe it was first period. i can't remember what period it was doesn't matter but we were the ones that were like running notes because we didn't have like intercoms or you know like emails to teachers like hey or instant message saying like so and so needs to come to the office like we had to send yellow slips we had to walk in knock on the door oh, wow walk in hand it to the teacher like that's what we did like that was our oh, job Oh wow we had intercoms no we didn't so that's it was so like nuts. it was definitely like almost like a second study period because we all had study period at least once all day and then if you were an office assistant number one you were pretty cool to be able to nail that job because Miss Ballman was our secretary of the school, and if you were on her good side, like, you were on her good side, and she was so sweet. And so I'll never forget when I found out I 
Like, you have to, like, literally you had to, like, almost apply for the position. Like, you wanted it. You had to go talk to her about it. And then you would get that for your period. And that's what you got. No, I totally get that. Like, as a senior, you could get, you could be, like, a, um, like a teacher's assistant. Yeah, we had that. Okay, so my senior year was fucking awesome because I was Mr. E's uh, teacher's assistant for fifth period and I had office assistant. I guess it might have been fifth period, or I mean first period. That's when the announcements came and if you were the office assistant, you got to do the announcements and it was always like so cool to do that. That is cool. But that was like the highlight. I remember being able to do the announcements and it was only like one semester and then second semester it was somebody else. But Oh no, we had it for a whole year. Oh, we didn't. It was only it was semester to semester. Yeah, we had it for a whole year and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And senior year kind of sucked for me because a lot of seniors didn't have to stay at school all day, but because Bree found out what drinking in woods was junior year, <laughs> I was hanging out with football players at parties junior year so much that I literally failed everything my junior year of high school. But it was okay because I was a step, I was great ahead in everything. So my senior okay. year just put me back into like having classes with my classmates. Yeah. And... The only class that I failed that I couldn't, like, the, I failed algebra, and that was, I was in the right grade level for that, mm-hmm. so I couldn't, so I had to take two maths my senior year. Mm. Am I lying to you? No. I got to pick which one, because I went to summer school, but it was, like, credit recovery. Yeah, I did, like, a, um, I wouldn't say credit recovery. I had the option to take, you had the option to take summer P.E., or summer health to get ahead. Like you were allowed. Those were the only two options because our they were intercepting coaches. Ugh. So like they were able. They were they offered that. Like it wasn't like because yeah. you failed or passed. So if you wanted to get ahead, you could take like summer health or summer PE. Oh, this is only if you failed. And it oh. was only for math, and it only lasted for two weeks. And I had to go Monday through Friday from like nine to twelve to finish this thing online. And I remember one day I skipped it. I think I skipped it, like, multiple days. And then I went back and I finished it. And the lady was like, you could have been done a while ago. Why did you do this? And that gave me a 70. So I only had to take one math. But I failed uh, chemistry my junior year of high school. I almost failed chemistry. Chemistry fucking sucked. And I'll tell you why it sucked for me. Because this one dude, I went to a party and he was drunk and I wasn't. And he, like, made out with me. And I thought he liked me. So I, like, just like, oh, maybe he likes me. Okay. Well, we had chemistry together. The class, not the actual chemistry. And <laughs> I went to chemistry class. And every day I was tormented by, like, these two girls who now, like, Fuck em. whatever. And I'm just like, ugh. And they, like, torment me every day to the point where I cry on my way to chemistry class. And then Aww. once chemistry class was over, I would cry because I was so thankful it was over. And that was... Yeah, no, fuck that. But then senior year, I had two sciences. One was super easy. I was in it with my best friend Rhonda. It was great. The other one was, um, I took, uh, like anatomy or something? Physical science. And then I took, yes, the one with house. If you watch house, you would anatomy. take that class. Yeah, anatomy. Yeah. I took that. I'm sorry. <laughs> And then, yeah, I took that. And I took both of those. For us, anatomy was, like, elective, but it was, like, a college elective. You didn't have to take anatomy. Oh, no. That and was I the, fucking hated science. That was the only one I had to take, and I almost failed that. And I remember my mom 
telling me when I got home one day, she was like, look, I see your grade. I already spent so much money on all your graduation supplies. <laughs> you better figure out a way to walk across so that you have your period in? To walk, yeah, right? <laughs> and so what did, I, what did I do? The girl sitting in front of me, I saw her quizzes, and she was getting hundreds and nineties. I'll never forget her to this day. Megan Romberg, you are a saint. Because <laughs> I wrote her a note one day. I was like, listen, girl, you're doing so much better in this oh, class. Oh, writing notes. Yes, I did. I, I was like, that. you are doing so much better than me in this class. I will pay you $20 to take my quizzes online. So they gave me like an online thing to take so I can get my grade up so I could pass along and walk. And I was like, Megan, I will give you $20. I'll give you $10 now, and I'll give you another $10 once it's done. And she was like, okay. And she fucking did it. And I remember, oh. I remember graduating and telling my mom, you need to thank Megan Romberg. This is the only <laughs> reason why. Because I didn't know what was going on. We did all this crazy stuff. We, like, dissected um, something big. Not a frog. It was much a cow's brain. Ew. And I didn't know what I was doing. My poor friend Harrison, he's trying to help me. I'm like, Harrison, I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> I'm going to fail this class. I'm not going to graduate. My mom's going to be so mad. Maybe maybe that screams why I have these dreams now. Oh, maybe that's why. Yeah, I have these dreams where I don't have enough credits to graduate high school. My mom's going to be pissed. And in black America, you don't want your mom mad at you <laughs> for some shit like that. You really don't. She like $500 my graduation supplies. She would have been so mad. She already sent out the invitations. Oh. If I didn't graduate... She would have pissed. My grandma probably would have ruined me. I wouldn't even be here to live. <laughs> I had a hard time. Like, I, my thing was, I took, no, my biggest, we had the option in, like, eighth grade where you could take pre-algebra. Yeah. And I took it, and I thought that I was, like, you know, I had always excelled in school. Like, it was always good. I remember taking pre-algebra in eighth grade. And at the end of the year, my teacher said, I don't, you're not, you can't. You gotta take regular algebra. And I remember being so disappointed. My dad is so excelled in math. And I was like, ugh, I gotta take regular algebra. And I was like, it's fine. We'll just, basically, you gotta take the same class again. Yeah, so pretty much. here you go. So I did. I hate math. And I did, I, did pretty, I did pretty good, but I was just, you know, regular math. But every other... I just wasn't good at math. I'm still not. My I dad my dad will the only math I'm good at is twenty percent math as yeah, a server. I'm really good at twenty. Move the decibel, and multiply really it by two. <laughs> I can count money yeah. until a day is long and I'm good at twenty percent, but other than that But my dad will look at me and he'll be like, you know, thirty three percent of that and I'm like mm, Get out of here. Yeah. And he's like, that. Well that's and I'm like, I don't know what that means. So you can't do that in your head. No. I'm like, I fell oh, pre algebra. That's David. David David is my human calculator. I'll be like, David what's you know 24.5% of this and he'll tell me and he'll look at me like I'm dumb and I'm like I'm like I am dumb I'm, no I'm not dumb I just <laughs> don't do math that's why I do hair like I don't do math <laughs> no I don't know I had so much fun in the rest of high school and I was good at everything else the only thing I, I really wasn't good at chemistry but I had a really terrible teacher I'll never forget I challenged her because I remember her I feel like I've talked about this on a podcast before about how she like gave so and so a different grade than I did. Yeah, you did. I did. Fuck Miss Never. She's a bitch. Yeah, but you can tell her Bree said it. Cause yeah. I don't know her. No, all I want to know is that there's a door on the other side of the glass. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know. I can't remember. Man, you can. 
I, I have so much family that I could call right now, but I want somebody listening. Tell me, is there a door on the other side of the glass hallway where the ducks were born? She needs to know. I, um, I didn't mind high school. I wasn't popular. I wasn't, like, I wasn't really picked on except for that one chemistry class where I was just, like, Ugh. But other than that, high school was, high school was gravy. I had a good time. I had my little group of three friends. It was, well, it was four of us, but... Was it the same from start to finish? Yeah. Mine changed a little yeah, bit. It Mine definitely changed. The only thing that changed was senior year. Once I started partying junior year, they weren't down with that. And so they were still my friends, but I just hung out with. But you were also a good person. Like, you hung out with them separately oh, other yeah, than partying. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, we hung out. We had sleepovers, but, like, all that jazz and it was great I would go to church with them I was in church choir with them because they all went to the same church so I was yeah. like I'm gonna do it too um high school wasn't terrible and some people are like that's why it like really blows my mind people are like oh and they still talk about it all the time I'm like oh so clearly you peaked in high school right that was your peaking moment so you always and it's not even like you were somebody who had like a bad time I didn't have a bad time no. it's like that wasn't the best time in my life no I, I agree I feel when I turn 30 in a year and a couple months, the 30s are going to be the best decade for me. I'm going to fucking flourish. I'm so excited. Yeah. A lot of my people, a lot of my friends are scared to turn 30 or they turn 30 and they lost their shit. Yeah. And I'm like, at first I was scared and I was like, I'm not scared anymore. I have a career now. By the time I'm 30, that that's going to be booming because that's my mindset. It's going to work. Like, I'm excited for 30s. I'm going to be able to afford everything. Right. That I like set myself up now and to do and then I'm like alright I gotta not hang out for a week to make up for the week that I went out and did stuff but you're at the time in your life too where people understand like I'm not gonna get at this time I didn't have a good week I need to like I give me till next Saturday and I got you yeah I can do this like yeah. you're in that type of life where like that's a thing <clears throat> yeah Ugh, I don't know I'm I just, just remember I don't even know why oh what were we talking about before the podcast oh like dreams and stuff that's yeah. why we got on that dreams that topic. are weird like, those lucid dreams. Like, those Ugh. dreams where you know you're dreaming inside I of them. I hate that. There have been a couple of times where David's like, he's woken me up because I'm screaming mm-hmm. in my dreams. He's like, you're having a bad dream. And I'm like, <sighs> I'm not sure I maybe had that. I've definitely tossed and turned and, like, maybe woken myself up, like, sweating. And it's, you know, it's, like, just something... It's not even, it's not even what you always think of being, like, chased or trapped. It's just, yeah. like, I'm going through something in that dream where it's, like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, and like, I'm sweating. Okay. Huh? It was, like, sex dreams. I have had those. Because when I have them, I literally go into pain. I never had, like, um, I never had, let me say, how do I say this? Like, I've had sex dreams I guess but they were never like finishing sex dreams okay no I've had and that and I've only I've had a few and when I do in my dream they're never anything I want them to be it's always like a argumentative ending to a dream like not uh, like a that's a, that's the wrong term like something happens for the reason of the ending of sex like it, maybe it's not like the climax of what I was hoping for in my dream but whenever I finish it, like, it's always, like, a weird, something weird happens. Because I have a weird, yeah, subconscious, Sex dreams I are guess. weird. They're never, I've only had one that was, like, fully satisfying where I woke up and was like, whew, that was great. But then other times <laughs> I've had dreams where I woke up and I've been 
in pain. Sorry, mom, but we're about to like <laughs> go into this. So I was a little late bloomer. I as I said late bloomer, but I wasn't a late bloomer. I was no, living you're my like life differently. Eighteen, nineteen, right? Yeah. And um when I remember never having the sex talk with my mom. It was more of like a very short passing of conversation. I was I was in high school and I just remember her coming into my room and she was like, Hey, if you wanna have sex, just let me know so we can like get you on the pill and yeah. do what we need to do and that was the end of it. And I was like, and that's also, I was like, like even- you're so funny, no one's trying to have sex with me. <laughs> Girl, you got nothing to worry about. You're good. Oh, mine was on the mine was on the other end because I had like a UTI and I was like, I have to go to the hospital. And my cousin Diana was like, you have to pee after you have sex. And I was like, fuck. And then I got our birth control. Bad. Same concept, different outcome. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean that's that's important, but People I mean talk I, about I the did sex talk. I had like, had like kind of a sex talk. But, Mine. like, it was very, like, my parents were very real with me all the time. Like, it was, Same. it was, Same. it was definitely, like, it wasn't, like, it was an unknown topic. Right. But, like, I knew what, that fucking, what happened after, like, I knew where babies came from. Like, we didn't have to go into the birds and the bees when right. I was six. But, like, definitely didn't know you had to go pee after you had sex. Well, then you have to go to the hospital and you pee really hard and it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> and then and then from there I got on birth control and life really worked itself out at fourteen. <laughs> I just I just know that like my mom and I. Let me stop saying that. Like I didn't pay for anything. My mom had an apartment <laughs> and I lived there. And I brought a boy home that she knew I'd liked for a really long time, and something happened. Either he was really drunk. I don't know what. And he stayed at the house. I remember writing a note and putting it on the... Oh, notes! I put it on her door, and I was like, David's here. It was another David. I was like, David's here. He's sleeping in my room, but don't worry, we didn't have sex. (laughs) I remember (laughs) leaving that. And the next day, she was like, okay, like, that's fine, but don't leave me notes like you know, was being no, but honest. you were like that's a that's a good that's a yeah. confident relationship. Like that's that's a good relationship to have. No, I hope to have that with Remy. Yeah. But no, I was too uh, honest with her. Like sometimes I'd that's be okay. Like, I, I would rather be too honest than lie. But like m- mine was never really about sex because I wasn't having sex. So I was yeah. just like, man, this dude he really upset me. Blah blah. And she's like, well, that's Fuck life. Him. You gotta get over <laughs> it. Like guys are like that. Like she was single at the time because her my stepdad got divorced. Like, well, that's just how it is, so you know, guys suck, like, yeah. figure it out. Like, you're gonna have to go through that. And I'm like, okay, and then I'm so dumb. I get into my dream school, I don't go because of the same guy, yeah. That's and then hard. I went to a school here, Charleston Southern. And the first night that we move in, I met some girls in the hall, and they were like, We want to go out tonight. It's like, Let's go, I'm from here, let's go downtown. We get on town to this club called Purple Tree Lounge. It's not open anymore. <laughs> and afterwards, I call him. He's like, come over. So I go to his house, and I'm thinking, oh, this is it. This is the night. Like, he's going to solidify it. He's my boyfriend. I'm his girlfriend. It's going to be great. And then he proceeds to tell me that he had been dating another girl the oh. entire summer. And I was like, are you going to date me? And he was like, I can't answer that because I'm going to hurt your feelings. So I was like, oh, okay, so you're not going to date me. <laughs> and then he proceeds to tell me, like, 
he was dating this other girl the entire time and I was like okay I'm gonna leave and I remember getting into his house by climbing in through his bedroom window oh. um with him off, that should have been a red flag but red flags are hard to see when red's your favorite color. Oh, so, wow, that's so good. That's tattoo worthy. Um, it's the fucking facts. So I crawl out of his window. I go in my car and I just sit there. I remember sitting there and I sat there for maybe like 20 minutes. And I was just crying. And like, that's my version of heartbreak. Oh, being 18. oh I'm heartbreaking I remember, for I you. I feeling like my heart was breaking. So what did I do? Instead of driving back to my dorm that my mom and my aunt Denise just moved me into I drive back home you should and no they, that's where you're comfortable they it wake up to me on the couch and they're like what's why are you here we literally just moved you out like my aunt's sleeping in my room and everything she's like why are you here and I told them and my mom looks at me she's so pissed she goes if I would have known you were staying here for some boy I would have packed your bags and <laughs> let you and dropped you off at school myself and I was like oh, I wish someone would have but I'm Aww. glad they didn't I mean my life turned out great I'm just like Back, things always hit so much harder when you're younger. Oh, when you're younger, I know they the do, and it's always the like world. Oh, like the memes it's, with the Avril Lavigne, like sitting yeah. on the poolside at 14. Like, oh, it's so real. It's the end of your world. You it don't is. Even think how you're gonna come back from that. Oh, I agree. And then looking back at it now, I'm like, it's God, Brie, you were so dumb, girl. Why did you my- go off to school? <laughs> if it was meant for you to meet the people that you met, you would have met them anyway. It's right. all good. And I'm like, ugh. My favorite thing that my dad always throws in my face, he's like, do you guys, he's always like, like, sometimes I talk about, like, high school or, like, my high school boyfriend, he's like, are we talking about the guy that broke up with you on Easter? Ah! (laughs) (laughs) One time, my very first boyfriend that I, like, back and forth dated in high school, he broke up with me on Easter Sunday through a text. The day when he came back? When he resurrected? <laughs> my dad's... I remember, like, I was supposed to go so to their terrible. house to, like, go to church with them or something. Because I was, like, into this, like, new religious thing in my life. And I was, like, going to go through it with their family. And, and then I told my dad, I was like, change of plans. Can you drop me off at the church down the street? Aww. And my dad's like, what do you mean? <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to go to the church down the street. Because my parents weren't religious at all anymore. Right. And he was like, wait what is happening and I was like he broke up with me and that's like what the fuck you know he got this like big thing and then like dumbass fucking freshman sophomore I don't know how old I was freshman sophomore in high school I started dating him again my dad will never let it down he's always like how was your Easter <laughs> oh my god John so now my dad's always like are you talking about that guy that dumped you on Easter <laughs> traumatic experience a text message breakup on easter oh girl in a non-religious family with a daughter who was like going through like this weird religious crisis and my dad's like fuck jesus who is he i think i think i got you beat (laughs) fuck jesus who is he your dad john he's my very best friend oh my gosh he's I even watched myself before I said, oh my god. I said, oh my god. Stop. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so, I had been dating a guy for like five, six months. I moved in pretty much. And then I met David. And I was like, I like you. You're the one. And I tell David at work every day, like, I like you. I'm going to make you fall in love with me. 
And he was just like laughing, joking. He knew my boyfriend at the time. He was like, I'm going to tell your boyfriend you said these things. And I was like, plot twist. I already told him that I like you. And um, my boyfriend at the time, I told him and he was so upset. He was like, okay. And I was like, that's it? He was like, yeah, you like him? I was like, yeah. And he was like, okay. (laughs) So one night I go out with Adam. David's there. And I was like, David asked me if I wanted to go home with him. And I was like, give me a second. So I go to the bathroom. And I break up with homeboy (laughs) via Facebook Messenger. Because I was like, I ain't going to cheat on the dude. I'm just going to break up with him right now. So I broke up. Well, Laurel said it. Not the highest, but some. <laughs> but you know what's worse? I broke up with him, and me and David didn't do anything. And I was like, this is a waste. <laughs> well. <sighs> that, was, that was awful. But no. Yeah, I mean, breakups when you're young are very hard. I say they that, but like, I was 24 when that happened. Yeah. That was just awful. But, like, breakups when you're younger is just... Yeah, they hit differently. Like, you feel a different way it's about it. It's very much, like, I understand why parents... Try to show like, them kids. No, but I down. understand why parents tell you, like, it's, like, the quote, like, it's not the end of the world. Right. But, like, it is to you. And like time, it's the end of your world. I really hope that if anything ever happens to Remy, like, I really hope I don't say that to her. I hope I tell her, I hope I sympathize better than... And I know that my mom probably tried to, but by equally doing, like, the same mom thing, by saying it really isn't the end of the world. But fuck! At that moment, it is. I mean, Remy can just call me. I'll probably be divorced by three yeah, times then. True. So, like, I'll have a lot to say. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> but no. he's out here a while. I don't know, man. Ugh. I just know that, like, I never, I'll never forget, like, my dad used to say, like, you know, life really does... After high school, life happens in the blink of an eye. So true. And it really does. And then so after I had... True. Okay, so, like, I totally get this, and I really do. I really understand it, and I'm not even, like, a percent through. But after I had a baby, my dad was like, don't blink. Don't blink, because it's going to be so fast. And it really is. Yeah, now she's so big. And I'm just like, oh, my <sighs> God, where'd you come from? But I'm just saying, like, it's so funny, because, like, now once you live it, it's true. But, like, when you want the advice, I don't want that advice. No, you're correct. I want, like... You're so right. Do you, if you remember what I went through at this time, give me the advice then. Like, don't tell me, it's okay, you're it's right. going to be you're over. Right. Like, so I want you to tell me... This is fucking stupid and it sucks and I hope you cry for four days because you need to cry for four days. And then when you're done, fucking buckle your belt, get the fuck up, put on your best fucking polo <laughs> with your gaucho pants. And then come in. That's what we you call it. Clap back. Clap back. <laughs> <laughs> and that is what you get. Well, okay, so... How old were you when Homeboy did that on Easter? Uh, sophomore year. I so think. how, what would you tell 14, 15 year old Emma right now? Wow. Think about it, because this is really good. Wow. What would you tell 14, 15 year old you? You have to remember, okay, if, if, can I dissect it a little bit? Yeah, take your time. We have nothing but time. It's our podcast. Oh, if I'm dissecting it a little bit, 14, 15 year old Rem, Remy. Oh! 
Wow. Ho- hopefully not. Same person. No. You're right. Okay. I'm sorry. 14, 15 year old Emma already lost her virginity. Oh, okay. Woo! I was a baby. And. Wow. Um. Oh my goodness. Um, I had, I remember I quit my studio dance club because I wasn't enjoying it anymore, but I wanted to dance. So I was on my high school dance team and I was in a position where I knew I, I was good. I knew I was good. Um, (laughs) and that year we had a coach who decided to give us a JV and a varsity team. As a freshman, I can't remember. I was a freshman, sophomore. No, I was on JV freshman and sophomore year. And I remember I was pissed all the time. But I knew I was I was on like an athletic team, and I I needed it. I needed like that extracurricular. So I was a very pissed off, sexually active, <laughs> 14, 15 year old. And if I was to look back now. I would probably say live with, literally live with the tenacity that you already have. Good word. Yes. Because that was my, my confidence was so important to me. And like, not even only like my confidence, but it was like, it was totally not like self-importance, self-importance. And it was not like viewed importance is that the right word like yeah. I didn't care how I looked I knew you didn't care how I was perceived you right my to, what yeah. I was perceived as my tenacity on what I had going for me and the level of how I carried myself every day was very important and I carried it well and if I were to look back right now and have a whisper to myself, I would say to keep it. Good. Because that was very, that was, that was something that was very important to me. Good. So keep your tenacity. It's awesome. What would you say? Let's say 15, 16. We'll go, we'll give you a year. 15, 16. You have a leaf in your wine. Oh, no. <laughs> well, it's I going swear. down. Did it? Uh, no, it's not in here. Oh, okay. I thought you yeah. had a leaf in your wine. Um... I wouldn't say 15, 16, because I didn't really, I, you know, the hardest thing for me, I was 18 when that happened. No, okay, well, I'm not saying, like, I'm just saying. I know, but you I'm gave saying, me, like, what I would say. I you think gave 15, me, 16, because that no, was something you that gave really me, upset you. You gave me 14, 15. What do you want me to give you? I gave you that because that's when the guy did that on Easter. Oh, okay. So, so let's that's give what you, I'm saying when Homeboy okay, did stop, that to me in stop. college. Let's okay, give you continue. 23, 24. Wow. Okay. 23 to 24, what are you going to tell yourself to close our podcast what are you gonna say to yourself at 23 to 24 i would tell 23 24 year old brie wait 23 24 okay i was dating the one guy that i met aaron i would tell 23 24 year old brie to get her ass up and go to cosmetology school because i missed so many days because i was hanging out with boys Um, and also to just, you know, carpe diem and seize the day is very important to me. I had a lot of good times 
in those in that year and I could tell you about some of them but honestly most of them I was upset probably some of the times because of over dumb things and I would just tell myself to chill I had already made my choices I needed to deal with them and make them work I was in cosmetology school at the time but I took like a semester off yeah me looking at me then I'd be like take your ass to school finish that up and you're gonna be just fine finish it up in a timely manner and you're gonna be okay get up get to school don't worry about these boys they're always gonna be there they're always going to be there literally always like you'll be just fine I don't regret anything that I popped into because you learn so much about yourself it's so crazy when you're yeah like you learn so much about yourself and I know Emma and I talk a lot about confidence and you know all these very strong opinions we have about like women being bold and loud and proud but we truly mean it I it's it's not something we're just like oh that's what this wants to be that's what we want this to be about like no, no and it's so funny because we this. realize like we realize our self and our self how do I word that like we realize how bold and confident we are our empowerment on like reflecting or like even if we're not reflecting on it, if it's not, like, right this second, like, we realize how we view about something, and we're like, you know what? I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. You know what? I take that back. I would tell 23 and 24-year-old Brie to speak up. Yeah. I never spoke up. I was always just a fucking doormat. I would just let things happen and just run with it. And I would be like, no, use your voice. You have one. You have opinions. Use it. I think women these days are very scared to do that because they're going to be told no and then be right. made to be a mockery of. But no, speak your voice all the time, every time. Yeah. And if someone tells you no, like you said, you counteract it. Right. Why? Why no? So, if it leave you with anything, as <sighs> always, the words of Beyonce, you know. <laughs> I'm not going to say the one I said last week, so what I'm going to say is... um even though neither one of them are single, but, like, all my single ladies, put your hands up. For like, real. Even if not, no, like, just keep, like, it's so funny that we are, um, what you asked me age-wise versus what you, what I asked you, I'm talking about a teen keeping my confidence up, like, keeping my tenacity with what I had going on in my life for fucking high school that's like literally one of literally one of the hardest times that women have to go through for sure yeah high school they're not nice they're not no and you're talking about you know school and life and boys and you are saying you want to make sure that your voice is still heard yeah keep it that way yeah and even we're 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 in relationships now and we're at a point where we better be fucking heard. Yeah. And if we don't like it, there's something else to be had. I hate when I'm in a conversation with women and men and then the men over talk the women. I'm like, no, no, no. No, no, no. Hold up. Hold Let up. her Hold finish. Up. She I had, know. She, had, she was saying something. Ugh. Let her finish. Definitely important. It's so important. Yeah. And, I'm um, not saying all men are like that, but I'm just no, saying, you know. No, they're not. TikTok. But it's definitely um, something. It's thing. Keep your tenacity up. Keep your voice heard. And um, people will listen. And yeah, maybe they will. You need to have that attitude. 
Yeah. People like to say, you know, oh, she had an attitude, so I didn't want to talk to her. Well, then oh, fuck you. Maybe I didn't life. talk to you in the Maybe I didn't talk to you anyway. Yeah. If you think that my attitude, my favorite thing, was I intimidating or were you intimidated? Right. That's my favorite thing. Like, you got to take a step back. Like, did I say something to intimidate you or were you just intimidated? Right. Maybe I just said the truth and your feelings got hurt. <laughs> and neither are wrong. Yeah. It just depends on who your audience is. And still, right. neither are wrong. Right. I'm not here trying to intimidate people and scare Ooh. people. But if you don't get... If you're not picking up what I'm putting down, then maybe you need to take a self-reflection. Woo! You know? There's but a self-lesson for you. I got really heavy, real deep, real fast. We did. Quick. And we're going to end on that. We're going to we're gonna end on um, a self-reflection. Yeah, Spice Girls. Remember... Think of the, like, honestly, like, we want you guys to think of your own time where you needed to have your own tenacity. What, what were you going through where you needed to have your voice heard? What were you doing where you thought that somebody was intimidated by you, but you were just speaking your mind? Let us know. Let us know, please. Instagram, hit up Emma, hit up up myself. Like, we want to hear these things from other people. Like... I want to hear your stories. We want to hear your stories. Let's talk about it. Let's chat about it. And next week, we'll plan something around it. Yeah, let's do it. I'm so excited. This is so fun. Love you guys.